Thanks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Northern Nerdcast. Uh, Clayton and I are filming this morning. Just I have to work this afternoon. So, Clayton, what, uh, what's been going on? What have you been up to lately? It's been a while since we've actually did filming. So, Yeah, um, not too much, actually. Just kind of getting through the, the tail end of the whole pandemic lockdown type thing. And uh, I started playing... Uh, Again, I picked it back up, actually, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and uh, handily getting my ass handed to me at every new corner. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's, uh, that's, let's, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. So just, I'm going to set the stage for you here. So you go into EB, okay, and you see this amazing looking game called Dark uh, Demon Souls. So you pick it up. You bring it home. You're all excited to play it. You create your character. You do all that fun stuff. <laughs> you you go in and you die, like, literally. And it's it's not a matter of, oh, you need to get good. Like, this is this is the now the, the type of genre that's here is the roguelite, roguelike, all these rogue types of games. And uh, the reason that I was talking about Demon's Souls is like, yeah, we, we, we'll talk about games of old before like uh later on but i mean those games were just hard to begin with but it just seems like as we got older the games were like they just seem so much more difficult and for for me i've i haven't actually like rage quit i, I don't know like i've i've put my controller down in frustration we'll say but um it's it's one of those types of genres that really has taken off like a lot of people love this style of game it's not for me personally like i do have a couple of the the roguelite roguelite games like i just i picked up hades for the switch um salt and sanctuary like i i love these types of like style of games but i don't like doing the same thing over and over and over and and i mean teach their own if you like it that's great but um it, it's not something that's for me um, I skipped over the entire demon, uh, Dark Souls. Uh, I've got, um, oh, what the heck, uh, Neo 1 and 2. They're sealed. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to actually play them. I just, like, even, even, um, Jedi Fallen Order was considered a roguelite game, but I, I, that's one of the few games that I actually really enjoyed. And, um, like, there was an easy setting that, I, I, I like playing all my games on on not like a super challenge. Like I, I I play games for the story, not not to die over and over. So it's like I don't know what what's your take on this whole uh, genre that seems to have really swept in. <laughs> well, I, I for me personally, I wouldn't consider like uh, Dark Souls the same as something like um, I wouldn't consider Dark Souls a roguelite like. Because a roguelite is classified as you get one chance, you go as far as you can, and then when you die, you have to start all over. So like Ghost I guess, Runner. yeah, I guess this is like a Souls could be like a mini roguelite uh, because there's a risk reward system like uh, Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and uh, Sekiro all have this mechanic where there's a save point that you get to, and there is always a heavy penalty for death. Um, for pushing beyond you know what i mean there's the the farther you get from the from your chosen save point the farther you push um the 
greater the risk, you know what I mean? But also the greater the reward, right? You yeah. may end up finding another, another bonfire, another save point, And then, ah, oh, there's a breath of, you know, like there's breathing room. I can, I can breathe here. And then you can zip back and forth between the save points in these endless grinding loops, um, picking up stuff that you need, picking up experience and stuff. And the only, the one thing that Sekiro doesn't have that the rest of the Soulsborne games have is the ability to go back and pick up any lost experience and lost money. When you die, you just lose half your cash. That's how it goes, which kind of makes it a bit easier. But at the same time, um, Sekiro sets itself apart from the rest of the Souls games, well as uh, by utilizing the parry mechanic from the souls games and making it mandatory if you want to mm -hmm. kill bosses you absolutely have to be able to pull off these death blow parries because if you can't um they have a mechanic built in where you actually can't beat the the boss oh wow see yeah, that so. that wouldn't be something see like for me um th that's not something i want to think about like and again i, I i'm not I'm not going to say I'm a hardcore gamer. Like I'm, I'm a casual gamer, more of a collector now. Like I'll, I'll still play games that I enjoy playing. Like I'm replaying final fantasy seven on the PS five now, but um, like having to plan how I'm going to beat a boss before I actually have to go and fight the boss. That's that, that does nothing for me. Like oh. I just, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost like a, a real time strategy in the sense that, you have to you have to know your moves and like like i i'm playing i'm still playing through ghost runner and like i'll i'll play it for about 15 minutes and then i'll put it down because like i i keep like these types of games are you're meant to be dying over and over and and ghost runner actually rakes um rates you on how many times you die and the more times you die obviously your yeah. score isn't going to be as good but it's it's also one of those types of games that if it wasn't for and i'm a firm believer in music making games if it wasn't for the music i would have stopped playing this game a long time ago like it's just it's so unforgiving like running even and it's not even enemies killing you it's like uh timing your jumps so that like when if you have to jump a super far ledge you actually have to slow your ninja down and then let go so he launches forward and at the same time being shot at by enemies. I just, I don't like stuff like that. And uh. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know, again, teach their own, but I just like, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know what though, for me personally, like um, the Souls games, I, and I am not, I'm not a good gamer. I am not what you would call like a highly skilled gamer, but I have beat a couple of the Souls games. Um, and I actually, I've beaten like pretty much every iteration of Ninja Gaiden on the uh, new gen platforms like uh gaiden one black two three sigma one two uh, razor's edge i beat all of those and and those are well the first one more than any of the other ones is just rage inducing because you're you have to fight the camera and stuff but with the souls games like death is part of the process mm -hmm. death is uh it's how you death is constant death is how you learn and i mean there's always there's penalties for death but there's also a lot to be gained from it i guess i don't know um in this one here actually there's a in sekiro there's a mechanic where you can ring this bell the demon's bell and it it, it puts this uh sinister burden on you and it actually makes the game harder but it makes the rewards better 
So I, you ring the bell again, or you dispel the bell demon, and then it goes back to normal difficulty, but the rewards you get aren't as good. So you kind of toggle back and forth between, well, you know, I, I, like I run the risk of every enemy being able to absolutely kick my ass, but at the same time, I'm getting a lot of good stuff for this. So yeah, there's a real well, and, risk reward. That, that actually like, it, it, that sounds like, um, like right now, my buddy and I were playing Dark Alliance, and and I mean it's not a rogue it's not a rogue style game at all, but um like it's getting shredded by reviews. Like uh, yeah, that's least... what I heard, man. I read uh, or I watched um, Skill Ups um, mm -hmm. Skill Ups review of it, and he just ripped it apart. Yeah, like it's the the whole like and this this could be a whole different like it could be in a completely different episode entirely, but um like it's it, it's that type of like you're talking about the the reward system that that's what it's like in this like you're you're fighting a, a completely like shoddy camera like it's just i i've never seen such poor camera um angles in a game before but sonic like, 06 <laughs> yeah but i mean so you get to you get to a certain point you defeat like the mini boss or a couple waves of enemies and then you have a choice um th this fire pit appears and you have a choice of either resting and forfeiting any bonus that oh, you had picked yeah. up or yeah. or hitting the B button and making your bonus that much better. Yeah. And um, so we we played for a little bit last night and uh, the, the cameras, the camera angles won. Like we we just both of us, we uh, we, we got to a certain point where we thought there was going to be an actual save, like like a, a rest stop. And there's no actual way to um, stay at the boss unless you get to the boss first. If you're three quarters of the way through the level and you die, you start right at the beginning, just like yeah. you said for for the rogue style games. And we we just we got to the point where we were like, this this is stupid. Like, um, it it's it should have been released as a beta. Like, there's no way this should have been released as the final game. Like, this is this is worse than Cyberpunk. I'm gonna say that. But <laughs> oh, it just it it's it's. It's it's a hard game in the sense that um, because it's so broken, the enemy AI is so off that like certain times you could walk into a room and the, no enemy would move. You could go literally go up and fight them and they wouldn't fight back. Other at other times you get swarmed by like six, seven, eight of these elite soldiers with three hits and you're dead. And then you got to start right at the beginning and fight your way through again. It's not that the enemies are gone, but so I mean I guess it could be considered like. Uh, a super rogue ish style but um like even hades uh amazing game like if if you if you're if you have a switch or you're considering a switch or it's coming on ps4 ps5 whatever definitely pick it up like you, you're supposed to die because every time you die you get you you get more experience yeah um but it's just uh, same with the binding of isaac it's that kind of style game but like not it's more of a third person instead of like the the original zelda style like going through all the over the head but mm -hmm. definitely pick it up it's 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 one that and jedi fallen order are probably two games that i would actually consider like actually play i liked uh, jedi fallen order actually but i didn't yeah. but some of the I, I felt like the combat wasn't quite good enough to stand up to some of the bosses that they threw at you like i don't know maybe i didn't i i Basically, I think I just went through that game on normal, and I think there were four like hidden, 
hidden bosses or something. And I'm pretty sure I beat all four of them, I think. Hmm. But I, I don't, I, I remember the first one. The first one was a real, the giant frog. What's his name? Ogo Logo or whatever it was. Augie Poggy. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> Some, something, but. Yeah, but I remember he was a real fuck around because I just, I don't know, I didn't have the mechanics down yet, I guess. But um, um, if you're talking about like rage quitting, like I don't, sometimes i have to put the controller down from souls and walk away because i feel like it's i got hit in a bs way but most of the time uh when i die i see it coming and i'm like okay whatever it's not a big deal you know? so have have you ever like have you ever thrown your controller like younger like anything let me put it this way i've i have gotten angry at games and put my controllers down horizontally and at speed <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, con controllers are too expensive for me to consider. Yeah. I, I did it when I was younger because yeah. Like... Well, the nin the Ninja Gaiden games. There was the first one in the first one. I remember. There's a couple of games that I've like I've rage quit on. Uh, the first Ninja Gaiden. Um, about I think it's about halfway, two thirds of the way through the game. There's a uh, one boss there where it's uh, these two it's like two electric worms or something in a sewer tunnel way. I'm telling you, it, it was the most infuriating fight. It was worse than the last boss. It was worse than any of the secret bosses. Like it was just an unbelievably brutal fight. Um, coupled with the fact that the camera angle was fixed and um, you had to use a bow, which was the most unwieldy bow in any game I've ever had the displeasure of using. Um, there was that and Titanfall, the original Titanfall, um, there was a challenge uh, when you prestiged over, like when you got same as the other Call of Duty games, right? You get uh, so many kills, so much experience, and there are these weapon challenges you have to do. And then once you complete the weapon challenges, you prestige over and you start over again. Well, you get to Gen 5 and there's one called the Gooser. And what the Gooser was, was that you had to kill an ejecting pilot um, a pilot who was ejecting from a mech. So there was a whole meta going on for a while where you'd enter into a lobby and people could see what gen you were. And if they saw a bunch of gen fives in a lobby, nobody would eject because everybody knew that somebody else was going for the gooser. So you would essentially cock block each other from getting through this. And it took me, I only had to get five of them. When the game first came out, you had to get 50 of them to pass. And it was hmm. so fucking impossible that they actually, uh, Respawn actually patched it and they ratcheted it down to five because the meta dictated that people just could not get past it because people were cock blocking them. Um, so that that was another one. I, I, it took me like three days to get my last one and I was playing every day, I was playing all day. It was, it was utterly like just bullshit. And then I think the last one is probably Echo the Dolphin for the Dreamcast. That game, it, it sounds stupid because it's a game about a dolphin, but I'm telling you that game was fucking rock balls hard in a day and age where we didn't have the internet, where we couldn't just run to, you know, uh, you couldn't just run out and just, uh, get, you know, look up a strategy guide or whatever. Pull out there your credit was, card and buy a code. <laughs> yeah, there was like, I think it was like, it was only, the, the game was like something like 25 levels long and I was in the fifth level. And there was a jump that was just the controls were the I know controls exactly were which level good. you're talking about the one with the rings yeah 
trying to jump for Atlantis. Oh my God, man. Holy fuck. That was frustrating. I remember I got mad. I remember I got like, I probably took a few years off my life. I got so mad at that, but <laughs> I, but I was, uh, <laughs> I was in, uh, an angry child too. So, you know, like <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Now I'm just like, okay, whatever I died, I just put it down and I go and do something else for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, the Souls games, it, it's kind of part of it. It doesn't really bother me. I don't think I've ever actually, I don't think I've ever actually like raged at a Souls game. Even uh, Ornstein Smog in the first uh, Dark Souls. I'm not, I don't even, there's a couple of them that were a real pain in the ass. The old, old King there from Dark Souls 2. This, uh, you, you, night. I have no idea what you're talking about. So <laughs> anybody, cool. anybody, anybody who's played them will know which ones I'm talking about. Um, uh, what's the other one there? The the, uh, the fume, not the fume night. I can't remember. Anyways, yeah, but it doesn't really. I don't know. It, it, these ones don't really bother me for some reason. I I would say for me, um, I, I'll I'll talk about a rage quit that happened at my expense, but. Um, when, when I was younger, I, I would say, um, it, and it's not even a rogue, a rogue game at all, but it was just that one level actually in both Ninja Turtles and Battletoads. Um, oh, like the speeder they, bike level? I mean, Battle, Battletoads in general was, was difficult, but it was just like going down that, that um, cavern and trying to fight all the foes. Yeah. Uh, that, like nowadays, like I've got a, I've got a tiny console that has... Um, like all these games so like I, I don't have to go out and I, I i don't collect like the old old stuff but um that and the bike level and ninja turtles um i i if if any old school game really started like to me really started the the rogue genre and not even the fact that um like it was it was difficult but double dragon three you had two lives for the entire game, and if you died, you, you couldn't you couldn't save your progress. Yeah. You started right at the beginning, and I mean, let's like let's let's Jimmy and Bimmy aside, yeah. um, like unless you had a game genie where you had like ninety nine lives, that game was like I mean not unbeatable. People have done it, but yeah. it was very hard to complete on uh, on with two lives and until you got. Um, Chin and uh, uh, what was his name like Ray Rayzu or something the Egyptian Raizu. Uh, yeah right, yeah then it became a little bit easier because they were just so much stronger but um to to me like that was like I love the Double Dragon series but number three was a step back obviously for many many reasons um, but it was just for for me it was the the two lives and then that was it even two players. Um, I can't remember if the lives were shared. I think they were. Oh, so if, if Bimmy died <laughs> and used both lives, Jimmy die, takes, dies after his health bar is it, and that's it. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh, man. But you, you, brought, you never played Rogue then, eh? Like the, the namesake for the roguelike genre? It's an I've old PC game. Yeah, it's a PC game from, I think it's from the 80s. I never had a chance to play it either, but that's like the original. That's the original. You started the game, you went through it as far as you could, and then when you died, that was it. You lost everything and had to start all over again. But 
it, it's cool to see that the like the roguelites have have come back and that people have said no supreme challenge is its own reward because there have been a couple of really good ones like have you played uh, dead souls or not dead souls dead cells dead cells yeah i dead like that cells too is, yeah dead cells is fun but dead cells takes the takes the the rogue mechanic and then it kind of spins it around a little bit you know it adds something to it because i would hate like it would suck to it would suck to get like 99 percent of the way through the game and then just get you know i don't know just get wiped for some reason or another and have to start all over again yeah um so um what i mentioned before when uh when Mike and I were promoting NGE, we were at um, we 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 had somehow struck a deal with uh, with the guy that created the Sportsman Show that was um, at the Coniston, I think the Coniston Arena. So we had, we had traded um, like he he had given us a, a table in exchange for ten VIP tickets or whatever it was, and so I brought I brought my tiny console to uh, set up for to let people try it, and this family came with their two kids. And I had, I think it was Street Fighter 2, because that was one of the tournaments that we were doing at the uh, show. Oh, no way. And so these two brothers pick up the controllers and they start playing with each other. And um, the younger one lost. I mean, it's that's typically how it goes, is the younger, the younger <laughs> sibling will lose. He got so mad, he threw my controller on the ground, like in front of his parents. And like... I looked at I looked at the parents and they they looked at me and they looked at him. Didn't say shit to the kid. They just they said it's time to go. It's like you you almost broke my controller and you're you're not gonna your your kid almost broke my controller and you're not even gonna like say anything. Like I'm and I'm not gonna cause a scene because we're guests at the show, but I I was like it it took everything in me not to punch a child. <laughs> I was so mad and like, oh, it was just, oh, it, you know what? If you're going to do that at your own house, that's fine. But when you're in a public, not punching children, that's not fine. Never, never punch children. But Let's just get that out of the if way. If you're going to rage quit, do it at your own house with your own controllers. Mommy and daddy can buy you a con another controller. You don't, you don't take somebody's controller that is, setting something up for people to try get so upset over a video game that you have to throw the controller on the ground <laughs> and that was that was like the worst rage quitting incident i have ever seen no doubt no i i don't know yeah that's just that's just bad parenting that's what that is <laughs> well it's like it's just at least say like why did you do that or something but to to make it look like it's not that big of a deal like do you want me to come to your house and, and smash your boat like <laughs> yeah no doubt and then just be like the guy comes over me like what the hell did you do to my boat and then just look at your friends and be like uh it's time to go <laughs> yeah no you're gonna pay for this just dive into the water and swim away <laughs> they'll never catch me <laughs> so break the break the line of sight do like snake yeah, hide under, go, hide go under underwater a box <laughs> go underwater and they'll never find you yeah <laughs> so oh. but uh yeah it's just like it, it this is obviously a genre that's not I, and i'm not saying it negatively it's it's not gonna go away it's there's there's always going to be 
something. Well, like I, I, there's Sekiro two that I heard is coming. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll play that. Um, sure. and then you you had mentioned why well, I've seen this before, but the Ninja Gaiden's getting a, a like a port or a, over to like an HD remaster on their old stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I don't when, even know if I'm gonna play that actually. Traditionally, well, I, not... what's that? Traditionally, Ninja Gaiden remasters haven't been so great. <laughs> well, I, I had been hearing that the Steam version is being hammered because there's nothing to it. Like, there's no, there isn't. There's no features at all. There's like, it's it's a cash in, is what yeah. it is. It's I and, don't know if they just want the the I don't know if they just want the IP to stay relevant or something, but um, they really should. If they want an, a new Ninja Gaiden game, they really should make one because they made Neo and they made Neo Two. It's the same team, right? It's Team Ninja. So yeah, and I mean, and and that that brings me to talking about Team Ninja, like Final Fantasy Souls. Oh yeah, no. Let's I'm let sure. so the the demo, the demo just uh, like it was launched and it was launched to a very rocky start. Um. It, it was for some it was only on ps5 and for like for the demo itself and for some reason it was corrupting people's files to the point that some apparently some systems were getting bricked oh no way so anyways <laughs> uh, they, they fixed it and it's just recently come the, the demo trial is done excuse me but it's a retelling of final, fantasy, first final the, fantasy the first one yeah so like it's all about Garland and chaos and I'm going to kill chaos. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm I, like, it's a final fantasy game. So it's, it's like one of those things that I have to have it. Uh, yeah. I'll probably end up buying it, but much like uh Dissidia NT, I will never play it. Like I I'm sorry that I even opened my copy of NT because I think it would be worth more closed with the steel book that I have. I've got the Sephiroth steel book. Mm-hmm. And it's worth more to me actually closed than open because I, I love Dissidia and I love doing great Gassim. series. Yeah. I love those on PSP, but man, when they brought out the one on PS4, I just, I couldn't play it. This is, I, this is just garbage. I don't want this. Why, why is this the way that this is? Why yeah. for this square? Like it sucked. I, I, or I shouldn't say it sucked. I, I didn't like it. Like, but you know what the funny thing was about about uh, NT was, like, it was Square's name, but it was a totally different production company. Yeah, was it uh, like Platinum Games or something? Platinum Games or KIT or something like that, or it's I know it wasn't NIS. They they won't touch a Final Fantasy game, but um, it's it was like just Square Enix and name only kind of thing, and that yeah. that seems to be what Square's doing now is unless it's like a flagship game like dragon quest or final fantasy they're like their games are getting uh put out to other production companies with squares backing so like you look at outriders it's square enix but it's people can fly yeah um avengers i think is crystal dynamics square is just uh square is just publishing you know what i mean the dev teams are all different like io interactive like the hitman stuff Hitman is is uh, IO is owned by Square. Uh, Eidos or Crystal Dynamics is owned by Square, right? Like mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, Hitman, um, Deus Ex. Well, uh, IO IO uh, IO Interactive is not part of Square anymore. That was the, like the oh, only the only game that Square 
The only game, excuse me, that Square has that's part of Hitman still is the Hitman Sniper for the mobile. Oh, yeah? Because that was announced at E3 during the Square Enix uh, showcase. Did did Square drop IO software? Um, I think that IO uh, bought themselves out and now they're their own company. I can't say I blame them. I wouldn't want to be working for Square. Because they have some, well, I don't know. They did a good job. Like, um, who was it? Did a good job with De- the Deus Ex games. Both of them actually are criminally underrated, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Like those should have been way bigger than they were. And uh, the the new the new Tomb Raider trilogy was good. Yeah. Although I was a little bit dis- like when I first saw like the trailers for the first one. Um. I was a little bit disappointed when it basically just turned into a Tomb Raider game because I thought it was going to be more like a, an open world sort of survival game, which at the time was like a newer thing. And it was, it, it seemed like they were trying to paint like a gritty or more realistic Lara. But then, uh, then the issue became that after it turned into just kind of a gamey game there, there was serious like Ludo narrative dissonance or, uh, um, what do you call it? Yeah, Ludo narrative. Uh, I think it's dissidence, where it's where the narrative, the character in the narrative, the character in the cutscenes, and the character that you play in the game are like not cut from the same cloth. Like Laura would be talking about in the cutscenes about how she's so scared and how she's a survivor and how she's you know, oh my God, they're gonna kill Roth, blah, 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 blah. And then they give you a machine gun and you cut a path of carnage through that game that is just unrivaled by Rambo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just gunning guys down while running, not stopping, clip in, clip out, jump, bang, 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 like bullets in the head. Like it just doesn't make any sense. But and it get, that's getting off topic. Anyways, the point is is that is that Square uh, Square published that, but they they let them run with that, and they did a really good job of it. So. I mean, I, I, I there's definitely an allure to a Final Fantasy Souls game. Um, it's something that I, I think I'll check out just because I don't know. It's Final Fantasy, and like. For, for me, Final Fantasy is like a 90% positive track record. Like there's obviously some, some not great games, but uh, an- uh, you know what? Another, another series that kind of died off um, is, I don't know if you'd call it like a brother to Ninja Gaiden, but Shinobi. And I mean, I like the, the, the last Shinobi was on PS2 and that, mind you, you were fighting camera angles and stuff, but that was a hard game too. Like really yeah. hard. And, I remember um, that one came out and it's funny because I was a Shinobi game from way back in like the 2D days. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure why, but I never ended up playing that one, despite the fact that it looked really cool. I played uh, the last one I actually beat was Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master on the Sega Genesis. And I bought uh, Shinobi Legions for the Saturn, but I never actually finished it. That one was quite a bit harder than 3 I I think and it was all that was at the height of like the 2d like digitized actor craze you know mm-hmm. so yeah we went through all of that but i but never where, played the 3d one yeah it, it was i mean it like it was it was cool um i remember beating it i i can't honestly remember the game itself i just remember playing through it beating it and thinking like 
this is so cool like you're running around and you see his cape and like the the, gra- the red like the, sash the red sash was like flowing behind and it didn't look like a typical game where it would just like all stick out like this and then just drop it like it actually yeah. flowed kind of like the water in Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance on PS yeah. like when it came the first one um but i mean like with with Final Fantasy now getting a Souls game is there is there any um title that you would never think of getting a rogue title that now with that happening you could see a possibility or that you would want to see a series pick it up for a rogue berserk do you know what berserk is the end oh my goodness swallowed <laughs> water on the wrong t- uh, tube yeah oh yeah i know what berserk is yeah i would like to see a berserk uh a berserk souls type game because that, that would be they cool well, they made um, a, a long time ago, obviously, they made um, sort of the Berserk Guts Rage on the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. And it was it was good. It was for the time. It was excellent. Now it's still it still holds up. It's extremely short, though. It's not a very long game. But if you ask me, like, given that universe, given that whole lore and everything that goes with that, I feel like Berserk would be a perfect fit for that genre and i'm i I would be surprised if nobody in gaming had had that conversation yet well and and it's and it's it's almost kind of like it's too late now because the creators died just recently like the creator of the series passed away yeah that's true he yeah he passed away but we have 30 years of berserk lore running around i mean they made um they made Guts Rage, which takes place during the Golden Arc, I think, the Golden Age Arc. But if you look on Netflix right now, too, the three Golden Age uh, Golden Age movies are actually on there. Mm-hmm. Like, and and the manga has been going on for, like I said, like thirty years, and it's so, it's so rich. There's so much stuff in it, and the Souls games, especially if From Software was going to make it, I mean, they live in that kind of thing. They live in lore. Like those guys love their lore. So I don't know. I think it would be a good fit. Yeah, I, I have, um, I think it's, I've got the PS4 one. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's uh, it's like a Dynasty Warriors kind of game. Of uh, Berserk? Band of the Hawk. Oh yeah, that's right too. I forgot they brought that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, for, for me... Like I, it's just it's just so far out there, but just imagine they made a Mario Souls game. <laughs> oh my god! Like realistic, like set in set in Dino Hatton. Oh my god! Oh, like yeah. a Bob Hoskins style Mario. <laughs> Dark Mario. Just like <laughs> so angry all the time, like ripping ripping mushrooms apart to eat them. <laughs> like just super gritty, like. That that would be the only redeeming quality of the Mario movie is if they've made a Souls game based in that world. Oh my god. You know that Nintendo would never sign on for that. Like, no, ever. Getting away from the whole their family concept. <laughs> Mario yeah. going around murdering turtles. <laughs> there's a... Taking their head, taking the shell. <laughs> there's, a, there's a video actually on YouTube. It's a couple of years old now. About, uh, it's Mario Kart. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, angry, angry Luigi. Angry, yeah, angry Mario, angry Luigi. Kratos is in it. Yeah, it's freaking funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else I would put in there. What else I would have for? Uh, I'm thinking about like single player sword and sorcery type games that. Would well, you're benefit. we're already getting like like we're already getting a, um like a fantasy in in terms of Elden Ring, but I yeah. I have no interest in Elden Ring. Like I do. I'll I'm I'll not, end up playing it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into my thoughts on George R. R. Martin complaining that fans are upset that his book still isn't out yet. We're not. We're not even gonna go there. Well, he's had he a lot brought of that stuff on himself. On yeah, but anyways, we're, I don't he's a, he's that. you know uh, to be honest, I and getting completely off topic. I don't think he's a super great writer. His stuff just kind of wanders around and it doesn't really make any sense and it's hard to like keep straight. And I. I credit, uh, obviously, I credit the show Game of Thrones for making his writing way bigger than it was. But don't forget, it wasn't just him. He had a whole team of people editing and changing and moving around and rearranging stuff and making sure that it all it all kind of fit together. Because yeah. if he would have directed the whole thing, it would have just been a meandering mess. It would have been the room there, Tommy Wiseau's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um. But yeah, I'll still play Elden Ring just because I like the style of game. I like the the balance to it because, I mean, there is a lot of risk and there's a lot of dying and there's a lot of, oh, okay, I got to go back and do that again. And, oh, no, that was bullshit and I shouldn't have died that way. But when you win, when you beat something in a game like that, I'm telling you, the feeling is so good. Like, I'm telling you, like, when I beat, when I beat uh, the first Ninja Gaiden for the Xbox, like... I felt like I had changed the world. It was amazing. It was an amazing feeling because I knew because everybody I talked to was like, man, I couldn't even get past the first level. And I fucking pushed through that game and I beat that son of a bitch. And it felt good. And I don't think I've ever, I don't think there's ever been a game that I've played that's licked me where I never went back to it and, and never played it again. Like even Sekiro, I can't remember. I was in the middle of something else. I picked it up. I got about a third of the way through the game. I hit an enemy that I couldn't beat. And I was like, whatever, I'll come back to it. And that was like a year and a half ago, two years ago. So then I picked it back up and I hadn't played a Souls game since Sekiro, I don't think. But I picked it back up and I started playing it. And at first I was like, this is bullshit. I don't remember this being this hard and blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, slowly you get back into it. You start to understand what makes it tick. And now I'm like, I'm just murdering everything now. <laughs> Except and, for... you know, it, the the worst the worst feeling when you put down a game and don't go back to it is like, and and then you well not you don't go back to it. you put it down for a while then you go back to it and you're in this like area that you knew at the time why you were saving it there and then it's like, what am I supposed oh, yeah. to do? Exactly. Yeah, I know. Well, when you start it back up, you're like why okay so why do i have i have like no why am i in this forest <laughs> yeah exactly but you're like why am i in this forest and then you're you're looking at your your loadout and you're like why do i have this sword equipped and why is my guy not wearing anything what was i doing that required this setup and then you're like am i gonna fuck something up that i was in the middle of like think 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 <laughs> i tried to pick up uh dark souls too i was trying to show one of my buddies there and i have a save uh I have a save from like the end of the game where I beat it. And uh, <laughs> he stepped, I, I got up from the bonfire. I stepped out the door and I got killed right away. And my guy was like soul level 
200 and something like i'm a jacked dude you know what i mean but the games are just lethal you can't just step back into them so this one took a little bit of getting used to again but i'll beat it i'll i will get through it feels good though i see i i don't like when like playing playing through ghost runner like um maybe if if you you would probably really enjoy it like it's it's like i said it's not a it's not a terrible game like i i love the game i just don't like the whole one one hit now they're like the the nice thing about that though is when you do die um if you get to a certain point you don't have to start at the beginning again you start where that like the new you walk into a new area sorry i shouldn't say walk you, you're running throughout the entire game but uh like i just i don't like that whole one hit kill thing and there's yeah. a second one that's in production so now i'm gonna have to finish the first one <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you said like so a, a lot of the roguelike games are not long they're just because of how punishing they are like mm -hmm. I, I i mean it from from what i've read about ghost runner like I'm, I'm not that far in but it's like a five hour game so it's it's not like it's a super long game it just feels like that because you're dying for six hours. Oh, oh, that's even that's long. See, if, if you can't die once, then you have to start the entire game over again. Like the ones that I've seen, like Dead Cells, I think you can beat it in about 20 minutes. I'm hmm. pretty sure I could be wrong. No, 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 no. That's not the one I'm thinking of. I think it's like an hour or something. There's a shooter that I was playing for a little while on the Xbox Live called Grid. It's um, it's a, it looks almost like Star Fox. Remember Star okay. Fox? Yeah. So it looks almost like Star Fox, but it's a, a skill-based shoot 'em up And uh, when you get to the end of it, you get a points rating. And, and it's always exactly the same game, but it becomes less about um, just the fact that you can beat it. And it becomes more about how you beat it, how stylishly you beat it. How, you know, because it's always going to take you the, basically the same amount of time, plus minus a minute or two, depending on the last boss mm -hmm. or any of the bosses, really. But uh, you get you get graded at the end and it, it becomes once you can beat it, it just becomes about how good you can beat it. You know what I mean? So that one's fun, too, actually. Very cyberpunky type game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Like that was one of the the big things for me about Ghost Runner. Like, um, like I had heard about it, and I was like, eh. And then and then you start watching the trailers, and you hear the music, and it's like, this is this is a cyberpunk first person game. Like that's I mean, well, cyberpunk is first person, but um, like it's you unlike cyberpunk, like you 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 start the game off as a badass like yeah the enemies are equal to your strength but i mean it's very satisfying running through a level with all you have is a sword you can deflect shots back at them and slicing their heads off yeah are the levels Where, always exactly the same oh <laughs> uh, no no you're so basically with um with uh ghost runner like you're you're in a you're in a tower it's called dharma tower and uh like there's you have to you have to work your way all the way up to the top um like you go through like it's a city uh and like you you start off in like 
a boiler area like a boiler room where it's all like mechanics and machines and there's guards and then once you get into the higher up levels you're in you're in like different parts of the city um but like it's it's just it's just enemies it's there's no like interacting with people it's just go 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 yeah so and then um like you have a progression system where when you beat a certain area it's kind of like a tetris thing you have to like like you've got a, a block where you can put different pieces to enhance yourself oh, and yeah. like you have to fit it like tetris so that you can get the best stats yeah yeah i see what you're saying so <laughs> but there's it, you like excuse me um there there's you you can't get any armor that's gonna be making you get killed in three hits like it's one hit and you're done yeah 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 I see but the, the the nice the other nice thing about ghost runner is uh the load time is literally like half a second so you die you just hit respawn and you're right there it's not like go to a black screen oh, and you see yeah. loading. yeah yeah that's like, that uh, that takes you right out of the game if you had to deal with that all the time oh yeah I, that's the that is the one thing <laughs> souls games seem to load fairly quickly unless you're transitioning between areas but i know what you mean about like instantaneous spawning like if you ever played any of the trials games for xbox the, the dirt biking games the oh, no. 2d ones oh yeah same thing as soon as you wipe out you can instantly hit x just to start over hmm. it makes a huge difference it's all right is there anything else that you wanted to talk about on this subject or no no i uh because i i don't I, I mean again i i don't know enough about the genre to to really say one way or the other on 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 it is just from what i've i myself have played so and i mean like there's obviously really good games and and games that are you think are going to be good and it's just pure punishment yeah well i i find that um there i have played a couple of the souls clones um what the hell was the one called uh lords of lords of the fallen or shadows of yeah the fallen. yeah the, like yeah that fantasy style game yeah that one was brutal I, yeah lords I, of the fallen it looked I, cool i was gonna get it and i was like man the reviews were so so and i was like no. it looked like a really good looking souls game actually like the graphics and everything were really nice but the friggin' hitboxes were just off and i don't know i i i, I didn't like it I what, what was uh, you know actually one game that neither of us talked about is bloodborne have you played that one yeah. What'd you think of that? I liked it. I like the fact that I never finished that one, but I like the fact that uh, they give you the gun and they changed enough of the souls formula to make it interesting. And it was gorgeous. Like it was a gorgeous game, but I put it in the same thing as Sekiro where it's like the souls formula, but they put a twist on it in that one there. It was all about the dodging and the guns and whatnot. Right. In, in Sekiro, it's all about, uh, uh, perfect parrying and um, basically reversing your enemy's attacks back on them that's the like key to beating the game so nice. yeah it's it's good though eventually one day i'll probably i'll get through it but it, i can only do like one of these things a year or every two years or so i'll always be behind there'll always be a new souls game for me to play it's it's funny though because like uh like going through all all the exclusives like because i i was in a, a collecting phase where i wanted to have all the ps4 exclusives i mean there was there was there's enough but there's not like an abundance like ps2 and stuff but yeah like i've got i've got bloodborne i've got neo neo well i don't even 
Neo Two doesn't even say only on P on PlayStation, so I don't even. I think it's gone to PC now too. Um, but like, I, I've I've got all the all the Rogue style games. Will I ever play them? Most likely not. But it's just <laughs> it adds it adds to the the uh, plethora of games that I have behind me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But uh, yeah, we've got a couple of exciting episodes coming up. Um, I mean, I I, I know. Uh, we 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 discussed this before. Um, we we've got the the date and time with him is TBD, but we've got Philip Roche coming on, um, who is quite possibly one of my favorite villains now of any style of game. He was uh, the constant in hit in the Hitman the new Hitman trilogy. Um, if you haven't had a chance to play that yet, Clayton definitely like this. I'll this guy is that. It this guy is that type of villain who's he's not in your face but like he's he pulls all the strings from behind the scenes and it's just it's it's really really cool um and then hopefully we've got a couple other surprises lined up um i i uh, i've been i've been in contact with uh with david bateson quite a bit actually like uh not not stalker ish (laughs) <laughs> but uh um like uh he he finally got that the the uh print from rob um oh, nice. so he um he's been uh, we've been talking about a lot of stuff that uh he he asked for rob's permission for so that's um i mean that's pretty cool um but yeah we're he's he's working on getting getting a couple other potential guests on for us um which i think would be pretty cool it yeah. would round would it would round out the uh the main cast of the hitman trilogy um but yeah for now we've got philip rosh coming again tbd uh he's been really busy promoting um the the new uh like the dlcs for for hitman so um and and just work in general plus we he's also got the time difference that we had to work out with david so there's just a, a lot of um, uh, maneuvering to to get to get this to work, but yeah, it, it will happen. Uh, and it's just the other two are up in the air right now. But we'll uh, we'll touch base on that when I get more confirmation on that. So sounds good. But uh, thanks again for everybody tuning in. Um, we'll. I'm not sure what our next uh, topic will be. I'm going to do a couple shorts. I, I finally got around to rearranging my games room so now it actually feels like a games room like it's it's not just like a couch and behind me i've it, it'll it'll be a sh- like a hashtag short video on youtube uh because it won't be long it's it's not a big game room but cribs. until then cri- yeah uh <laughs> nnc cribs yeah but uh thanks again for everybody coming on or tuning in and we'll look forward to seeing you next time all right see you later man